Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of something, Conversations on Purpose. I had my good friend, Dabola Salakokupoluyi, DSK as she's phone the call, just stopped by the studio and we had such a great conversation. We talked about purpose, talked about her experience, we also talked about the lessons she's learned. See, I can't wait to share the content of our conversation with you. But let's begin with an introduction into who DSK is. So Debola is passionate about transforming lives and I think that that is something that hits you when you first meet her. She's also my definition of a multi-influential woman. She is a career professional with many years of experience. She's currently the senior manager finance operations in the New York Stock Exchange listed entity. She is a social change agent and she does this through one of her expressions called the mantle of Mordecai. She is an author. She is the author of a book titled Free and she is happily married to her man of God. So let's get into the details of the conversation, shall we? Hi, DSK. Hi, Omar. Such a pleasure to be here with you today. Good to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I do not take this opportunity for granted at all. Oh, great. You're welcome. So how are you doing? I'm good. God has been faithful. We've been on lockdown, but spiritually we've not been on lockdown. <laughs> the spirit has been moving. Yeah, we've been getting the, we've been getting the job done. Both, uh, you know, the, the nine to five and the, the job God has asked us to do on Earth. So Ooh. yes, I've been fantastic. Okay, okay, that's so good. Um, I think we had had a discussion um before now, but I just thought to bring it up again. Um, so you're here basically to talk about purpose. So we've been, we've themed this whole series something. Something is supposed to be conversations around purpose, finding purpose, and just doing all that God has put us on earth to do. But then, and then not losing sight of other things that we deem important in life. You understand. Um, and this basically has been inspired by conversations I've had with colleagues, with friends on basically the direction their lives should take or, um, yeah, should take. I find you inspiring and I think that you would have a number of things to say to people. So when you got to this invitation, right, on when, when I sent you that email and said, okay, come talk to us about purpose, I'm sure you had a, a number of thoughts, okay. <laughs> what is this purpose thing? What were the words that resonated within you when you heard that word? Okay. I think the first thing for me when you reached out and said um, we should talk about purpose, first I was happy. Why was I happy? I, real, I, I realized that, you know, the discomfort people are feeling mm-hmm. is a sign in the spirit that they should be doing something. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I was at that point in my life one time. And, you know, it's a good thing. So the person was like, okay, now I have siblings that are feeling this way, you know, in the corporate sector. That's fantastic. That was the first thing. And then, and then, I, and then I thought to myself that, you know, this purpose thing, like you said, it's actually a journey. It's not a destination in itself. So you don't, you don't, you don't get to the end of yourself one day and think, yes, I have done it. I mean, I, myself and Omar were having a conversation just earlier on, on how all you have to do is just take that step of faith. 
Mm. And things just keep opening up. And that's how the purpose journey has even been for me. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ask me one word, how my purpose journey been, I'll tell you it's been positively eventful. Oh. Eventful because what I probably thought was my purpose three years ago. I'm still doing it because that's what God has asked me to do. But yeah. other things have been opening up because that's the kind of God that we have. Mm-hmm. To whom much is given, much is expected from. Mm-hmm. Remember the, the, the guys that God gave talents in the Bible? The guy that got five mm-hmm. and multiplied it times two was given the one that the other guy did not use. God is transactional. He, he doesn't like mediocrity. So the moment he tells you to do something and you take that step of faith, even without the picture being so clear, mm-hmm. like a mentor of mine would say, all you need to do is see is the next step on the stairwell. Mm. You don't need to see the step 20 or 30. Mm. The next step on the stairwell. And so long as you've heard God, just move. Do it now. Mm. And then when you move to the next step, it becomes clearer. It becomes more interesting. It becomes more colorful. Because you might think God is asking you to do this. And then he says, no, 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 my daughter. I want you to do it this way. I need you to partner with this person. I need you to collaborate with this person. I need you to serve with this person. All on this journey mm, mm. that's that's so good that's so good so you you use the particular phrase positively eventful can you give us a just a glimpse of what that journey has been for you so how did it start um what have you witnessed along the way basically just a summary of what it has been you know this is um thank you so much omar for that question i um it's a question that would make me reflect because thinking about it today, I couldn't have started this journey outside of God. Mm. So I would backtrack quickly to 2012 when I mean I was in a, one of the big four consulting firms and I was supposed to do a certification exam, which I did and I failed after so much practice and preparation. And you know, after that failure, I started. I well, of course, I was just at home crying. I was in tears. I, I mean, you, you know, especially when you when you feel in your head that you, you never fail. You always do things and do it right. Mm. How would I just feel an ordinary exactly. exam? What's going on? <laughs> you know, so one of those days, I think I prayed and slept off, and the and the Lord spoke to me. Your life has been on fast track. You have forgotten what I've asked you to do. Mm. So and this is me pausing you, yeah. basically, and telling you you need to do more. I woke up. I'm like. Okay, more. Where is the more? But the first thing was that I acknowledged the fact that God spoke to me. Mm. And because of the kind of God he is, the days of, you know, the angels coming down to us or, you know, and the days of the burning bush are practically <laughs> almost over. And then I woke up that morning, I think I turned on my TV or something, and then I heard about um, Dosvin Estate. Like, what's Dosvin Estate? Said, oh, they live on refuse dorm. Like, interesting. It was the news. I remember now correctly. It was wow. the news. Like, oh, really? Where is that? Then I looked. They said, Ajay Gunle, Ajay Rami fellow no local government here in Lagos, Nigeria. And then I said, you know what? I need to go to this place. Then I didn't even have a car. So I took a bus the next day. And I, you know, I headed there. I got there, met a resource center there already. So somebody was already trying to put structure in the place. Then by the name Tolushon Gosonya, actually. And then mm. interestingly, we actually went to university together. So wow. it was like another mini reunion for mm. us. And then we got talking and she said, oh, these kids here, their parents live on refuse dorm. They, they didn't choose this life. Their parents chose this life. But, you know, they don't even have access to quality education. So the little that I can do is have a resource center to augment what they are being taught in the, the public schools that they go to. Wow. And that was the beginning of Purpose for me. And that's how we started Mantle of Modicai Foundation, which is a non-governmental organization, non-for-profit as well. And our mission is very simple. We get as many children in as many out-of-school children in Africa into school. Mm. That's what we do. 
Angela, we've been doing this for eight years. Coincidentally, we turned eight on Sunday. Ooh. Yes, we did. We've been doing this for eight years, and God has just been faithful. We don't even have a physical office today, which brings me to, to something else we'll probably talk about later around, do I have to have a huge foundation? Do I have to have a name to myself because mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fulfilling purpose? We don't even have that. We're just passed through. We get people to sponsor the education of these kids and we ensure there is control. We monitor the funds accordingly. It goes to the schools. We get their results and monitor their progress. That's what mm. we do for now. Mm. And that was the beginning for me, really. Mm-hmm. And it's been testimonies upon testimonies. We had a, our first graduate last year. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes. He joined us when he had just finished. He had written jam, I think, four or five times. But they couldn't afford to go to school. Wow. When people would tell you that the reason they are not going to school because they did not they, pass they jam. jam, exactly. They had written it four, five times and passed all. And passed all. But wow. couldn't afford to go to school. Wow. It was selling disinfectants and the likes in Lagos traffic. Oh my! Oh A lady my. met him, and you know she reached out to me. A family member actually met him and reached out to me to say, "People, I met this boy. I think he has prospects." And God being faithful, we got somebody to sponsor his education. He graduated last year. Wow. Today he's actually an entrepreneur. Fantastic. God deserves that, Fantastic. that, that, that clap. Ah, God be praised. I kid you not. We have two now that are in the um, tertiary institution as well that are even entrepreneurs themselves. So not only are they going to school, they are now fending yeah. for their exactly. families. Exactly. And exactly. that is the chain reaction exactly. we are looking for. Exactly. And I tell them, guys, exactly. in the next few years, you would also come to Mantle of Mordecai to sponsor children. Exactly. We have to always pay it forward. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and that's the beginning of the journey. And one thing that hits me about what you said, right, is how we also try to measure impact. But you know we can never really measure it. Absolutely. Can you think about how many generations we would have affected just Thank by you. that single, single, possibly, yeah, you can view it as simple as well, simple course of action you yeah. took. Yeah. Just to, yeah, so I think it's fantastic. And really that's how God works, yeah. you know. He's not, he's not focused on one generation, he's multi-generational it's generations and generations to come because yeah. he is a god who doesn't just act in time mm. he is mm. everlasting, mm. everlasting. so yeah what he just said hits me hits me bad and can we just stay a bit on the measurement of impact yeah. because i think somebody needs to hear this yeah let's not be distracted mm. by what others are doing mm. let's not be distracted by what we see on the gram exactly exactly the way god measures impact is different from the way human beings measure impact exactly whatever god has asked you to do stay there Mm. stay Mm. and do it well you might think it's just one soul exactly like you said um, Oma, that soul is going to multiply other things it's going Mm. to it might be one soul you would impact but that one soul you have impacted would now impact millions of souls and they will all be accrued to you exactly exactly so we need to be careful not to measure impact by what we see even the bible says that what we see is temporal Mm. the most important thing is the permanent one that god sees that we do not see Mm. so let's be careful to know that we are supposed to please the audience of one God mm. and not the billions of people on earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just thought ah, to mention that. So good. So we could go on. We could go on about it, but let's just leave it at that. So, what would you say to someone who is, you know, struggling with understanding? Okay, where where can I go? Where do I start? Where do I begin? It's not even. I, I probably don't even hear God. You would hear that a lot. How do I even know it's God speaking? So what would you say to that to that lady, to that guy? 
fantastic. Thanks for that question. Mm. So, I would say one thing first that um, purpose is not what you think it is. Mm. And I would explain myself. A lot of times when we see people and then, you know, they talk about, oh, what, what's my purpose? What's my purpose in life? That, that word has, you know, we've just, we've used this so much. And then we feel that purpose is completely different from what we're doing right now. It is not mutually exclusive. Exactly. Thank it you. is not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. So I will say to you first, look inwards. And these are the triggers for you to actually look inwards. Yeah. What you hate to see. Uh, That's the first trigger for you. What is that thing that when you see it, you are just upset? Mm. And that thing can actually be broken into three, which is something God just, you know, God just showed me recently. It could yeah. be your past. Yeah. It could be your present. Ah. Fantastic. And it could be your perceived. I call it the three P's. And of course, we know what the past is. Past mm. pain. Mm. And which brings me to why I wrote the book free. Exactly. It was the past pain of sexual molestation that led me to writing the book free. If you had asked me three years ago that I was going to write a book, not even three years ago, why am I saying this? If you had asked me, <laughs> August, today's 12th? <laughs> August 12th, 2019. <laughs> if you had told That's me that, Debala, you will write a book, I would tell you, no, I have no business writing any book. Mm. But the Lord brought it to me in October. It was very specific. The name was specific. What he wanted or the cover was... It was too specific. So my pain birthed another purpose beyond Mantle of Modified Foundation. Your present, what you're saying currently that you don't like saying. Mm. You see kids walking and you're just pained. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry. I mean, something in your present life that you don't like saying. You're at work, in your career. You don't like how the younger ones are being treated. You don't like how decisions are being taken. You are saying things that are unethical and you're just worried. Mm. That's your present mm. that you can find purpose in. Mm. Then your perceived is your environment. What is happening around you? Mm. We're not just passers-by on earth. We shouldn't just be so fixated on our life and our life is going well, all is good. I don't have any business. What's happening? No. Exactly. God did not create us that way. Exactly. We are solution providers. Thank you. We are in much. the environment. We are seeing something going wrong and we're like, no, this cannot be happening. Mm. What can I do? Mm. So like I was saying earlier, you see kids hawking. What can I do about these kids? What can I do? Mm-hmm. You see the roads in your area, they are bad. What can you do? Mm. So that's it. And that's how we now find what our purpose is. And I would like to quickly say that purpose is not really in the four walls of a church for the for the Christians that are listening to mm. us. So don't get it confused that, oh, my purpose has to be, you know, in something in church. church. No, yeah. not everybody has a purpose in church. They say that there are seven pillars of the society where we can actually fulfill our purpose. Thank you. So for some of us, actually, that job we're going to, eight to five is where our purpose is, but we have just not found it. Yes. Or we've been too distracted or too busy by the cares of the world to realize that maybe your team members, you're supposed to mentor them mm. and one or two of them might end up impacting billions of lives but because you have not fulfilled your purpose by mentoring them they are just they just don't know what they are doing they're just going around like headless chickens not knowing what to do but your job your purpose is to mentor these people mm. that might just be yours in your job that's on the you know that's on on on, on the i can i can relate that to the business pillar for example because yes. business and career yes. for some people it's family Mm. writing the book free was family for me mm. i needed to tackle the roots and that was what god told me he said i want this book to be a beacon of hope to the younger generation i would be joking if i wanted to take the glory for that book god provided all, all the resources when i say all the human the material the financial everything all he needed for me was just to say yes and every other thing came, including the women that shared. Mm-hmm. He brought everybody he, my way. Yeah. That's family. That's the family. Uh, um, the, the, the family pillar. Then let's talk about government. 
Some of us are called to government. Honestly, true. I kid you not. How are we going to fix Nigeria true. if Christians don't go to government? True. Or if people that are upright true. don't go into the government? True. How are we going to fix true. it? We'll keep talking about it. True. That's it. For some people, it's religion. That's very clear. Mm. We have the pastors. We have, you know, it's clear for them. For some of us, interestingly, it's the media. We believe what the media... Too. The media is like the most powerful tool. Mm-hmm. We all wake up to grab our phones for... I mean, it's just a few people that have the diligence to, you know, exactly. uh, have their quiet time and, you know, <laughs> ease into grabbing their phones. An average person wakes up to grab their phone. Exactly. And then you read something in the media and it can disrupt your day. Exactly. So imagine if good stuff were being passed and mm-hmm. pushed mm-hmm. through the media subtly, mm-hmm. but consistently. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's purpose for somebody right here, somebody listening to us. <laughs> for some yeah. people, it's art and entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's art and entertainment. Look at what is happening. What is happening on TV these days? Even the children's channels, all sorts is happening. We need to go in there to fulfill purpose. Mm. To fulfill purpose. And then lastly, science and technology. We cannot overflow it. COVID is here. <laughs> it tells us how important science exactly. is, right? Exactly. Exactly. So those are the ways we can fulfill purpose in different spheres. In diverse spheres. Yes, diverse spheres. Thank you. Oh, that's so so. In fact, okay, that leads me to something <laughs> I wrote. Something I wrote about free when I read free. Okay. So what hit me was, and I'm going to read it exactly. Let me know if you try to. I said, wow, this is a tool for healing, a guide for those journeying the path, especially parents. So when I heard you say that, I was like, for me, especially as a new parent, yeah. when I read that book, do you know what it taught me? It, it taught me that beyond beyond discipline let me say discipline though but beyond discipline there was that that thing i needed to pray for and that was communication with my child that was one thing that resonated across most of the stories and i just thought you see one like you said it was just an assignment you thought probably you had never seen yourself writing a book before but then see the message that came across to me as a parent so yeah that's that's it at the end of the day that's it a 12 year old sent in a review just a few days ago and mm-hmm. she said exactly what you apparented oh, wow. she sent it to her mom she wrote it down i have it here one of the kids she a whole page but one thing that jumped at me was when she said it has also taught me to that parents need to listen more to their children exactly communication is key you exactly. need to be present mm. where your treasure is that is where, where your, your heart, heart lies is. exactly we need to be present Pre- being present is beyond money it's beyond providing the good things of life you need to be physically present in the life of your child mm-hmm. even if it is few hours in a day you will spend because we know that we're all busy trying to make money to fend for these kids the few hours you will spend, let it be quality hours. Exactly. Without gadgets, without exactly. just focus on, on them. Laser exactly. focus on the kids. Exactly. Know what is going on in their lives. Exactly. There's so much perversion. And have you have you not realized from May, June, did you see all the stories coming out on exactly. this on sexual oh, exactly. molestation? Exactly. Exactly. So, and these were in places too that you would think were haven for these people as well. So it's it's like there is no safe place. There is no safe place. You have to just build that relationship so they find safety in you. You understand? Yeah, that was thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. 
So yeah, going on to something else. Okay. So your my definition of what I'll call I think DDK DDK has a word for this multi influential <laughs> multi influential <laughs> woman. So there are ver- there are various dimensions to you, right? So there is mantle of Mordecai, which is an elaborate, elaborate you you try to make it seem small, but it's an elaborate <laughs> um, assignment, so to speak right then there is you as an author with one book but many to come obviously <laughs> don't worry uh, with one book free and um, there is you as a wife there is you as a nine to five as an executive <laughs> then there is you as um, a volunteer mentor and other various volunteer um, initiatives that you've also been involved with how do you so first of all is how do you even manage it how have you gotten to this place where there is not DSK of Mantle of Mordecai, but there's DSK across. You understand? And just remaining influential across all of them. Can you just give us? Thank you, Oma. You saying all that, you know, humbled me. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, you mentioned DDK, right? Yeah. So I will take it back to DDK. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will take it back to DDK. Yeah. Um, in 2018, mm-hmm. yes, 2018, last quarter of 2018 i started having this unrest you know like there was more to me there was mm. more i should be doing i was had a great job mm. i was ah. fine I, I had so that wasn't the problem Ooh, i had a great one a great job it was flexible i'm still there thanks to god yeah. life was life is good nobody's pressuring me just do your job but i still i had a i have a fantastic husband so it wasn't that but it was just this staring in my spirit, mm, you know, mm. and then I started looking for more. So I went for a mentorship session with um, one of my mentors that I appreciate and honor so much, Mrs. Olajumaka Jenowo. Mm. And right in that session, after the session, myself and DDK met again. I've known DDK years back, you mm. know, we went to school together, but no. we lost touch here, secondary school. And then I saw her again, and then we started chatting and speaking. I was like, people like them, or something. Because it's like, that was like the second time, I think, in that year that we're going to see. And then the spirit told me, you need to follow DDK. Your answer is the, is where DDK is. I Fantastic. kid you not. And that's why to yourself be true. Mm. No man is an island. Mm. And then in January, she said she was, she, she was starting um, a coaching series called Doability. Oma, beyond the financial commitment, I had to... You know how it is when you're 95 and you need to take a day off? How hard it can be? Mm. We had it, I think, three times. January, February, March, if I remember correctly. I had to take a day, a work day off, every, to, every not once a month. Okay. But we start at eight, and then as the spirit leads, five, six were there, and that was the turning point for me. So I'll mention three key things that can help people. Mm. Number one, your systems. Mm. I've, I've been reading Atomic Habits, and um, there's there's something that was said in that book that you don't rise to the level of your goals, but you fall to the level of your systems. Mm. Let me say that again so that it sinks. You don't rise to the level of your goals. Mm. You fall to the level of your system. True. So true. So true. So we so can true. have high polluting goals. We so can go true. for all the vision boarding sessions exactly. in the world. If you don't have a system that works, exactly. it would it's never, never happen. It's true. It would so never true. happen. So true. Number two, you need to be in an atmosphere. There's just something about being in an atmosphere that makes you thrive. Mm. An atmosphere where you can think. 
an atmosphere where you are seeing other people doing stuff. Mm. It's just, you don't have to do anything, just be there. Mm. And that is what the doability coaching did for me. Mm. Because I was hearing women entrepreneurs saying they are doing this, they are big, big stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, <laughs> when I was going on. Honestly, in fact, I also tried to form something I was going to be doing then. But I just knew that this isn't it. Yeah, because exactly. I was in that atmosphere, exactly. the universe started aligning. Mm. The things I started hearing were going into my subconscious. Mm. Right? Mm. And then, those two things made me, I mean, being in that atmosphere, rather, made me realize that. You know when they would say that Jack of all trades, master of none? Yeah. It was debunked in that, in that, in that, in that coaching series for wow. me. TDK said, there's nothing like master of, um, Jack of all trades, master of none. God did not create us to just be one, one thing. thing. Even our God is multi-breasted. <laughs> Even our God has a billion and one names, right? Yeah, and we are created true. in his image after his own likeness. True, 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 true. So Didike said, true. you can do multiple things and do it excellently well. Oh my, that was my liberation. That was my liberation. Because I, from that series, I took it upon myself to say, you know what? I can do this. And that's how I started. And you know, I didn't even have the full picture. Mm. But because I had convinced myself that I can do it for everything God asked me to do after, all I said was, yes, Lord. Wow. I kid you not. Wow. I might not have known how, but what all I said was, it? yes, Lord. And the moment I said yes, things started aligning. Things started aligning. Then the third thing I wanted to say, then I said three things. Yeah. Is that, um, start small. You don't okay. have to, you don't, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be all highfalutin and very, you know, it doesn't have to be. Don't chase. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't be under pressure. That's the word. Yeah. Once yeah. you have heard God, start small. So yeah. to reiterate, your systems must work. Yeah. Your systems must work. You yeah. must be in the right environment. Yeah. And please start small. Thank you. Wow. Okay. So this is the, the point where I get speechless. I'm like, Okay, what just happened here? <laughs> what just happened here? Because you are talking directly to me. Wow. You know that you know that you know that like huh? Are you talking to them or me? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> but that start small one was a was something that bothered me for so many years. Because I kept thinking it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It has to be perfect. It has to do this, do this, this. I have to wait till let me try and hit one thousand followers on Instagram. Just so that maybe a hundred people will see it and then twenty people would You are not sent it. to the one thousand exactly. people following you, Omar. Exactly. Whoever is listening to this, please don't get it all mixed up. Mm. You are not sent to the one thousand people. Exactly. Yeah, some people are but you, 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 not everybody is sent to 1,000 people. God gave out, there was a parable in the Bible where a shepherd had 99 sheep, right? I went for the one, yes. I went for the one. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes we are sent to just, you know, God does not show us everything that our life is about. If he shows you, you can't take it. Mm. So you can't wait for 1,000 followers when God is sending you to the billions of people all over the world. You are not waiting for 1,000 followers to follow an instruction. Very true. true. If God tests you with one small instruction, all he needs for you is to obey. 
to whom I mean, if you are faithful in little, you'll be faithful in much. You exactly. that you have not spoken to ten people, you are asking <laughs> God that you want one thousand people. How would you handle it? Very true. Can God trust you enough to handle one thousand people without you thinking, okay, if I have one thousand people, by the time I post this podcast, if eight hundred and fifty don't like it, then there's something wrong. God would not allow you mess yourself up. Exactly. So exactly. he would stay with the ten people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I mean, I would just digress a bit. I've met some women. That's what the atmosphere thing I was telling you about, mm-hmm. being in the right atmosphere. That are so passionate about what they are doing, Omar. They are speaking to, I, I attended one of them's webinar. We're just five, Omar. She was sounding like she was speaking, she was having a TED talk. <laughs> the kind of passion wow. she was putting into it, I kid you not. Wow. How would God not bless that passion? And she would now speak to an audience of 100,000 later. It, means God, it would test us to see how committed we are. Not because of numbers. Very true. Not because of numbers. Very true. So, Omar, you have started and you have started <laughs> and you will keep on going. You will amen, not be Amen. 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 Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Thank you too. Um, okay, so let me ask another question. Right. So, like I said, this um, talk stemmed from conversations I was having with people. Of course, most of them are my colleagues. And there are women that you would see normally. They drive nice cars. They're growing perfectly fine in their careers so every year they're getting a promotion they're excelling they're the people you would look up to sme this 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 this, that but then they come to me and say you know what see this job is nice it's not like i don't like the job i love my job right i'm great at what i do but there has to be more to my life there has to be something i was brought to this earth for how do i find it would be one question which yeah. i think we've addressed substantially but then another question would be do i need to leave my job to find purpose or to work in purpose and um, is there a way both of them can um, exist in the same space so to speak so i'd like you to address um such women thank you Omar. and that's a very valid question and that's where the confusion mm. happens and then sometimes that is a tipping point where people take the wrong decisions mm. and then it charts a different cause for their life. So it's not a one one size fits all thing. Mm. And that's why, I mean, I cannot have this conversation outside of God. Mm. I'll, be, I'll be a fool to have this purpose conversation outside of God. It is God that is sending you. He has seen a need somewhere and he has looked at you that look at Oma, my daughter. I've put in her these innate um, characteristics and I believe that she can do this on the pillar of family. Mm. Okay, but if I'm sending Omar to the pillar of family, she might not. She can She might not find the pillar of family in a night to five, mm. or she might find too. Mm. But that doesn't mean Omar should leave her job to go and fulfill it. Only if you hear expressly from God. Yeah. Please, that is a caveat. Yeah. Not that that is a trend that everybody's doing it. Yes. Let me do it, yes. and then you will now start blaming God that did not send you water. <laughs> The father, you told me you gave me this purpose. That this is what you have sent me to do. Now there is no money to fulfill this purpose. I am frustrated. Look at my friend, Omar, that I left. Look at her now. She's now senior manager. God did not tell you to leave. Mm. You need to hear God to take the right decisions. Sometimes you might even have to leave. But at the point at which you're starting, he hasn't asked you to leave. Let me just, I mean, let, let me break it down. When I started Mantle of Modikai, I was in one of the big fours. God did not tell me to leave. Mm. And why? The 90% of the people that were going to sponsor children in Mantle of Mordecai were staff of that big four. 
I remember it, don't worry. <laughs> there were staff, at least 50% of the people that sponsor kids in Mantle of Monica are still staff of that big four. So imagine if after God gave me that purpose, I can't yeah. get on my bag. God has given me purpose, I, I am leaving. How? And the purpose is simple. My own purpose was simple at that point. It's Send these children cool. to school. School is not free in Nigeria today. Mm. There has to be money exchanged. Mm. So I leave my job. Where would I get funds from? Or I leave the environment where I will be able to find those sponsors. Mm. And then I would have gotten out and be frustrated and say, Oh God, you sent me, but you did not provide the resources. The resources I left it, and I mm. went to look for something else. Mm. Mm. So the thing is, we need to ask God, what are you asking me to do? And like I said earlier, you don't have to see the full picture. Mm. But once he gives you an inclination, mm. start. Mm. And a great place to start that a lot of us don't like. It's actually volunteering. Thank you very much for saying that. It's Thank a great you. place to start, but <laughs> a lot of us still want, you know, our flesh is still ruling, kind uh, of. We still want our name on it. All of us are still trying true. to kill the flesh t- today. True. Even, I, I, I acknowledge that. <laughs> the, the great place to start is to start volunteering. It's something that looks like what God has asked you to do. So God has asked you to start a foundation or to put kids in school, for example, like I said. They're all, okay, I run Mantle of Mordecai, right? I still volunteer actively in no. another foundation in Nigeria today that is doing the same thing. Because I know that it's not about me. It's mm. about those children. Mm. What I'm doing in Mantle of Monica is catering to some children. What I'm doing in the other foundation is catering to another need. Mm. And those are all needs that God has said, that God has put in my way. I don't have to wait for it to be my own thing. If you're going to have your own thing, you will have it at the right time. Exactly. Well, start from volunteering. Yes. You will learn the ropes. You will learn how best to do your own thing when you have it. You will learn what not to do easily. I mean, why, why do you want to make your own mistake? Experience is not the best teacher, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. When somebody else has had the experience, and they've had a broken leg. Well, learn from the broken leg. So when you are passing that road, you are just strolling. Exactly. So volunteering is a key place to start. Mm. It is a key place to start. And then things start opening up to you. So what I'm saying in essence is you don't have to leave your 9 to 5 if God has not asked you to. Because if God has asked you to leave, he, that means he has put a provision elsewhere. So don't else. let us exactly. don't let us do what God did not ask us to do and then yes. we'll be bitter. Yes. Sometimes your 9 to 5 is to fund your vision. Yes. Guys, that's yes. the truth. Yes. Very if God true. cannot trust you with your salary, to fund the vision he has given for you, he has given to you. You are joking. Do Put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. Oh my, when we started Mantle of Mordecai, the first child we adopted, when, when I say adopted now, that we adopted our education to yeah. fund our education. Yeah. By God's grace, I funded it. Because I was going to put my... You remember how much we were earning? Exactly. Oh my. So it wasn't exactly. big money, right? <laughs> exactly. But I was going to put my money where my mouth is. That if God has said I should do this thing, my sweat and blood must be in it. Yes. And then it even makes it sweeter when I'm telling people, oh my, can you, you know, sponsor can, a child? Yeah, I've also started by... Exactly. 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 Even fun, I mean, even people that are in the social innovation space and they are looking for funding, they will always ask, have you asked your family and friends first before coming to us? To, yes. It's in levels, right? Yeah. Do ask your close friends, your family. And then go to others. Exactly. So I am saying in essence, so that we are sure that we understand what we've said. If God has not told you to leave your 9 to 5 expressly, don't leave. Mm. More often than not, it will fund that purpose if it mm. is outside your 9 to 5. Mm. For some people, actually... Their purpose is in their nine to five. Mm. There are souls in your organization. There are souls in your in, in your sector mm. that your lifestyle mm. is supposed to be a source of 
inspiration to them. Mm. Your purpose might just be mentoring those young ones. Yeah. So stay there. Yes. And do what God has yes. asked you to do. Yes. Don't look at them being based purpose and say that's what you want. Yes. God has given you your yes. own. Yes. Yes. Your own yes. might even be serving in church. So that is why I'm saying, find it. Yours might be in government, either you like it or not. You still have to go and run for that local government chairman because you are the one that will fix the rot. Yes, yes. That's what God has asked you to do. Mm. So how do you know how to do that now if you are not serving in sectors like that already to learn the ropes? So and please, build and build credibility. Thank you. <laughs> People want to know what you have done before. Yeah, Even exactly. if your name is, oh, I used to volunteer in this foundation. I've been volunteering there for four years. They can go there, exactly. ask for reference, and they're like, yes, she's this. Build credibility. Yeah, exactly. Test the waters. Not mm-hmm. that you now go outside and disgrace yourself <laughs> all because you want to have something in your name. Very true. Yeah, Very true. that's it. I hope that has answered that question. Yes, yes, so well. But I also want you to address something else. So, um, again, another conversation I have had with someone. Um, we're talking about mentorship. And the person was saying, you see, I don't have a mentor. How do, when people say mentor, 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 really, what do they mean? How do I find a mentor? How do I get close to this person? And I said, see, um one way you can find a mentor really is by volunteering if you surrender at on that service well maybe surrender isn't the word but if you're active on the service basically under someone that you admire or someone that you think okay and um, mirrors the kind of life you want you kind of you get you you you, you gain access to the person in a way that you possibly wouldn't have gotten if you're on the outside. And I just wanted you, I don't know if there are relationships like that currently in your life. Can you address that as well? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Omar. Yeah. And I, I like the point you made, that um, service. I think we, 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 we're just a generation that just we're wants entitled. the cake baked already. Yeah. We're entitled with yeah. some caramel <laughs> toppings on it, you know? Yeah. That's it. That's the word. I just didn't want to use that word, but you're correct. We're entitled. <laughs> We don't want to serve. Yeah. We want everything sharp, sharp. Everything just, you know, right after all, I have my degree. I have this, I have this. Exactly. No, you need exactly. to serve. And you are, you are spot on, Omar. The world needs people that give value. Mm. No you matter exactly. how rich, how influential somebody that you want to be your mentor is, they have a problem that That's, needs solution. Thank you very much. And that problem might just be what you, you'll be volunteering exactly. for. Exactly. It might be in their NGO that they have. It might even be in their organization. There is nobody that will turn their back to value. Nobody. So what value are you bringing to the table mm. for you to tell me to mentor you? Mm. That's what it will be. I mean, it's not, it's not supposed to be a parasitic relationship. Mm. It's symbiotic. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I mean, the person that wants to receive, there is a posture. Let me, let me just put it that way. There is a posture of receiving. Mm. The person that wants to receive has to bend. Mm. Very true. Right? Very true. And why are you bending if you're not serving? <laughs> but we don't, true. we all want to be standing five foot eleven like me and receiving at very, the same time. It doesn't true. work that very way. True. So like Omar said, service is key. Yeah. You, you're looking for a mentor and you, this is the mentor you believe that, I mean, he or she embodies what you, what God has called you to be. Mm. I have one, two, three persons like that in my life that I see, I'm like, God, this is just, I mm. see myself in this woman. Mm. I just see. But I'm not going to walk up to them or send them an IG message and say, will you mentor me? (laughs) Do they have my time? Exactly. Exactly. So I will find a way to serve and please genuinely serve. Please let me use that caveat. Not serve because you want them to see you and you want them to notice you. Because sometimes 
mentorship doesn't have to be with you sitting in the same room with this person exactly it's just the atmosphere you need exactly. sometimes it's just listening to some of their you exactly. know teachings on youtube exactly. that's all you need exactly. sometimes it's just reading a book exactly there are very different true. levels of mentorship. It's not every mentor that you have to be close to. And a lot of times we even confuse mentorship with coaching. <laughs> Sometimes true. what you need That's from that so person true. is to coach you and shape you up. So true. And then you move on. So true. And then even mentorship doesn't have to be forever. Mm. God it's sends you teachers for your season. You are in a season where you're just messing up. You're, you don't have systems. You're waking up anyhow. You wake up to Instagram. God will send you somebody that will order your life. Exactly. When you get that fixed, God says, check. Uh-huh. moving on to the next thing i need somebody that'll teach you leadership exactly so you also you are, there's something that can say you are responsible for the outcomes in your life please let me just say that now i know <laughs> so it's to touch you it's to touch you in that place <laughs> but let me say that you are responsible for the outcomes in your life very true you are responsible let us take responsibility let's not be entitled mm. and let's fix our lives mm. it's i mean you can fix your life you don't even have to you don't have to have a billion and one mentors Two, three people. You might not even have met them before. Yeah. But you just start aligning your life based on what you see them put out there, their books. I mean, thank God for internet now. In those mm. days, they used to buy books and all that. Now, you can you can buy e-books. Now, you can listen to everything on YouTube free. I mean, there are so many opportunities to be mentored from the comfort of our home. Yeah. But you need to take ownership. Yeah. You need to be accountable for your, for life, your life. And structure your life yes. in a way that... Yes. Those things that you're supposed to get from those mentors, you are getting it without sitting in a room with them. Enough of us saying, if I don't sit in a room with this person, my life will not be better. No. Exactly. You can mirror that person's life by following closely without seeing them physically. So that's that's what I have to say about mentorship. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for your time. And just to wrap this up, uh, typically we'll do like a... Well... The ice is broken already. Okay. Well, let's let's just take the, the, the question. So it, it goes, my name is Dash, okay. and every day I choose Dash. So go ahead. Okay. My name is Debala Salakokokului, DSK, mm-hmm. and every day I choose to impact my world. Woohoo! Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thanks for your time. Thank you, too. Thank you so much for having me. Omar, you're doing an excellent job. God bless you. May God increase you. Amen. And may God take this higher than you have even imagined. And most importantly, may the lives that are supposed to be impacted by this podcast be impacted. May they be at the right place at the right time when this podcast is being played, where the link is being shared. May they just find access to this podcast and the multiple testimonies of people fulfilling purpose all over the world stem from this, your singular act of obedience. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome back, guys. I hope the interview was as impactful to you as it was to me. There were a couple of learning points for me, but I think one that was particularly significant was the conversation on impact and the measurement therein. I like where she pointed out that impact is not necessarily in the numbers or the physical quantification as we would try to measure it, but it really is in obedience. What has God instructed you to do? Just go ahead and do it and disregard the measurement of the success or the reach that you achieve following that instruction so to speak but what stuck out for you i'd like to hear from you please drop a comment on any of our platforms 
I'll be waiting to hear from you. See you on the next episode. Bye-bye.